Welcome to the Sacktown Royalty Show. I'm your host, Bradley Geyser. I'm sorry, I'm your host, Bradley Penny Geyser. Can't forget my most successful bit. But today we have a very special emergency episode. And who doesn't love a good emergency? Because you know with the kings, an emergency usually means something good. Usually means that they've done something right by a player. It means everything's happy. Everything's great. You know. Nothing to worry about, just sunshine and flowers, just, you know, beautiful music, images of a nice meadow flowing through the wilderness. I don't know when I rebranded as Bill Walton, but hear me out. There's just never been anything to worry about as a Kings fan, and we've honestly been spoiled because they just, every year is so drama free, you know, just never anything happening. Just kidding. In case you haven't heard, the Sacramento Kings have reportedly offered Buddy Heald a deal somewhere around $90 million for years. Now I know, it's a lot of money for most of us. I'm assuming it's more money than anyone listening to this podcast will ever come across. So take that out of it. The most tired thing in sports is complaining about how much money guys get we're not talking about 90 million dollars just handing it to someone we're talking about 90 million dollars when compared to other guys of similar value you know money's part of sports even the most (laughs) low-key guys who get reputations for loving the game want as much money as possible look at tim duncan's career earnings just Hefty paydays are part of it. So before any of this, if you're expecting me to bash Buddy Heald for wanting more money than that, I'm not going to do it. What I am going to do is just offer a little insight into what I'm thinking. Um, You may or may not agree with it, but I'm just going to run down some issues I have with this situation, some hope I have, some fears I have, all that. And to do that, I'm going to be joined by a very special guest. Probably my favorite guest who I've had on this show so far. And I've had some good ones. Just kidding, I'm doing this solo. But it's still my favorite guest. So here we are. Buddy Heels is apparently sitting on a $90 million offer. He and his agent want $110 million. That's $20 million. That's a lot of money. If I handed you $20 million tomorrow... You would like it. I don't care if you're worth $40 million or 40000 $20 million is a lot of money. And for some reason with athletes, we get angry at them for wanting more. We get angrier with them for than we do any other type of millionaire for when they want more money. I truly do not understand that. There's a market. There's 500 guys in the NBA, give or take. And they're in a multi-billion dollar industry where they're going to make a lot of money we shouldn't think about this as a business the way a lot of people do he's not bagging groceries or even working at a fortune 500 company he's playing basketball in the great in the best league in the world so right off the bat let's not villainize him for wanting more money it's his job he wants more money and it's his right to ask for more money and technically not technically 
it literally, it's the king's right to not pay him that money. But the kings have a terrible track record here when it comes to extensions. An awful one. Harrison Barnes is probably the smoothest one we've got. Rudy Gay was smooth, but we found out later that they basically lied to him about Mike Malone in order to get him to sign it. We have the DeMarcus Cousins situation, which the past is behind us, but the DeMarcus Cousins situation was Vlade promising something and then apparently backing out, which isn't illegal, but it's a bad look. This isn't Vlade, but before that we have, I guess neither was Rudy Gay, but before that we have Isaiah Thomas, who had very good years with us, and we didn't want to pay him like $6 million a year. Um, I was happy when Tyreek Evans left, but even then, we let him go after that contract. And so I'm noticing a trend, and it goes through multiple GMs. It goes through this ownership group where they want to build something, but unless it's an established veteran like a Rudy Gay or Harrison Barnes, and that's really the two I can think of. They don't seem to want to pay to keep them around. Now, like I said, this is varying, varying degrees here of guys who maybe didn't deserve the money, maybe did. There's lots going on here, but it is a continuing trend, which could be two GMs who are thinking they're doing what's right, or there could be whisperings from the owners saying, I don't want to pay these guys. But something's weird to me about every time this happens, there seems to be a snag. Good franchises don't seem to have this repetitive onslaught of, of the team operating in, honestly, what I believe to be bad faith. I love Lade Divac. I think he had a very good offseason. I think he made some mistakes right at the beginning, and he's fixed most of those mistakes. But this team is terrible at optics. Part of being a good team is making people want to come here. And part of being a good team is making people want to stay here. And with the Kings, we don't have any recent history of success. So we have to overpay to do this. Now they can talk about loyalty all they want. They can talk about the future. The De'Aaron Fox deals, the Marvin Bagley deals, all that. And there's a lot of money there. But... They built this core, they keep promising us that this is the core of the future, but if all of this is to be believed, they don't want to pay Buddy Heald what is probably market value. 110 is not that bad of a deal for Buddy Heald. I think it's a good deal. This is a league where guys like Chandler Parsons are making $25 million a year right now. Now, he's a terrible example because that was just a bad contract, but... The value of these guys is going up, and if you own a professional sports team, part of that is being willing to pay. And if the Kings want to go forward with this core, they're going to have to pay them. That's, that's the cost of drafting well. You have to pay those guys. And most of the teams in the NBA right now are paying guys. Mo many of the top teams right now are paying multiple maximum contract guys. The Golden State Warriors had like 17 maximum contract guys, and they still were able, or near max, because some took a cut for this next part. 
but they had like 17 maximum contract guys, and they still overpaid Andre Iguodala. Now, I hate to praise the Warriors for anything, but... Sound like Stephen A. Smith there. However, the Warriors built something that people want to be a part of. If the Kings traded Buddy Heald tomorrow, God forbid, I don't think it's breaking his heart if he goes to a place that's going to pay him. I think guys see the money, and some guys like the culture. They love the fans. It seems like every player has good things to say about the fans. But the franchise itself needs to make it so the players love them too. This is a business, but they need guys who want to be here. They need to start thinking about, hey, if we treat Buddy well, that bodes well for Deer and Fox, for Marvin Bagley. And I haven't even mentioned Bogdan Bogdanovich, who has his own offer, much less, but still like four years, 52 million is what I want to say. And operating good faith now helps in the future. But the Kings keep botching this aspect. They are terrible at optics. There's we, we as Kings fans hate the perception of the Kings as far as the national media goes. You know, we're the butt of many jokes. Most of them earned. But in reality, I used to be bothered by those. But the Kings do a lot to just spur this on. Even now, as things appear to look up, they do a lot to make those jokes very easy for those who aren't watching now some of them might be wrong there might be some misunderstanding from these people but one thing that's been constant about this team like i said is the terrible optics they put out there the way that stuff comes out in the media that they are able to make guys angry make guys feel disrespected all that and i don't know if it just happens to be something through two gms or the ownership plays a part or if it's someone else in the background working in the shadows, use your imagination. But something keeps happening where we get just comfortable enough with these guys. We believe they're the future, and then they pull the rug out from under us. Now, right now, we have more talent than we've ever had. And if history says anything, some of these guys will eventually leave. But for us to botch it now, if that is the case, would be up there with the Mike Malone firing and all the other nonsense we've had in the last few years as the dumbest thing this team has done. So with that all said, I am sorry for ranting. I hope that all made sense. I want to talk about the different ways they can go about this. I admit that I am coming from this from a very cynical place because... This team still hasn't earned the right for me to not be cynical about some of the things they do. So first of all, I guess there's three ways they can go about it. There's probably more, but there's three main ways this could happen. Monday could come around, and there could be a middle ground contract. Maybe the Kings just oblige Buddy and give him the $110 million. And that's the ideal situation, that... Buddy gets his deal if he feels disrespected right now. I feel like the best situation is for them to meet him maybe even a little bit past the middle because that could help chemistry. That could help keep him here. That could help show the future guys, hey, we're in this for the long haul. If you're a Kings fan right now, I'm not telling you what to think, but I don't think it's controversial to say this is probably your best 
bet going forward. I don't know if I know any Kings fans who don't want Buddy Heald on this team. I think the number one priority right now should be doing this and doing this with as little bad blood as possible. And I'll go into the reasons why as I talk about the other options. But if Buddy signs by Monday, this is just all of us overreacting. This will be another poorly aged episode, and I hope it is. But that is my desire. That should probably be everybody's desire. That Buddy Heald gets his money. I'm not worried about if they send him the $110 million. I'm not worried about that affecting Marvin Bagley and De'Aaron Fox down the road. I'm yet to see a team lose their max-type player, assuming De'Aaron Fox and Marvin Bagley both are that. I'm yet to see a team lose their max player because they can't pay them. I've seen guys do it because they don't want to pay them, which, again, professional sports owners, you should want to pay guys. But I am yet to see a team lose their guy just because they're max guy because they cannot pay him. Maybe there's one I'm missing. I don't know. Maybe there's many I'm missing. I don't know. But it seems like every time a team has a max free agent, no matter what their salary cap situation is, they always find a way to, to get the guy they want. Some teams find a way to get the guy they want when they don't have cap room and the guy isn't even on their team. And... The Kings never seem to do that. Now, I know Sacramento's market isn't that great. I know some people took issue to Buddy Heald saying as much, but honestly, it's the truth. But still, if we build the culture where all these guys want to be here, paying these guys should make the Kings a top team if they're as good as this team claims they are, if they're as good as many of us think they are, if they're as good as many in the media also think they are, if that is their goal they have to open up their wallets we talk about loyalty in sports all that but the fact is most owners when they're saying loyalty is they want their guys to take less money so they don't have to pay more money there's various taxes and all that that they have to pay if they go overboard but if they're truly in this for winning which i don't know with this <laughs> if this ownership group is they have a weird way of showing it but if they are truly in that, they will open up their wallets and make it work. The second option. They could just ride this out. Buddy Heald's a restricted free agent. They could theoretically just <laughs> ignore any trade request, any desire for anything. They could theoretically do that. That would be terrible. Not only for Buddy Heald, but for future, future contract negotiations. But... I've heard people say that, that Buddy has no leverage. Yes, he does. <laughs> I think this goes beyond Buddy Heald. I've said it before, that I think this could have theoretically affect Darren Fox, Marvin Bagley, whoever else down the line is up for a contract extension. I, If the Kings continue to operate in bad faith, not pay their guys, whatever, it's going to come back to bite us. We're already a hard market to come by. We don't want to trust the lottery any more than we have. We had, what is it, 13 years or whatever it was in the lottery to build this team right now. And these are what we have to show for it. We don't have any 10-year guys who are leading this team right now. We are banking on these guys being the next step forward to get us out of this playoff drought. And if they screw up the first piece of that, I know Buddy's a little older, all that. But if they screw up the first piece, 
that could be dominoes right there. And we're back at square one, drafting Yorgos, Poppy, Giannis, Kali, Stein. I don't know. It is a very dangerous game they are playing right now, if they want to choose this route. It's $20 million. It is $4 million, $5 million a year, which is a lot of money in the grand scheme, but it's not enough money to let this all go downhill. Just appease it right now. I don't think Buddy is an irrational guy. He said some things. I imagine he was shooting from the hip. I imagine we all do that. He said some things, implying he could seek a trade if he doesn't get the deal he wants. He could do all that. We don't want to be the Oklahoma City Thunder. If the Oklahoma City Thunder gave up on Harden before their first playoff berth. We don't want to be that. Let's lock these guys down and do whatever needs to be done and stop worrying about the future. We'll get the future to work out. If the Kings are good, all that, and we keep up winning, all that, the next guys will sign. But right now, we cannot afford to flounder this opportunity. Buddy Heald has always been opinionated on things, but he doesn't seem like an irrational human being, going back to that word. He seems to have had a good relationship with this team. We are the team who traded for him. And it seems like that trade has worked out. So we are the team who gave him a chance. So I can't imagine that he's angry for, about a team who's operating in good faith. Now, there could be agent stuff. There's a million complicated things throughout this. But to me, it seems as though Buddy Heald is probably angry for a reason. And given this team's track record, I am much more prone to side with him. Not side with him, but imagine that his side probably has at least some merit to it. And the Kings side probably hasn't been operating as well as they could. The Sacramento Kings are at the risk of hitting reset before anything has begun. This isn't Willie Cauley Stein. This isn't even Tyreek Evans or Isaiah Thomas. This would be our biggest mistake as far as guys not lasting past their rookie deal that the Kings have made. Probably ever. I mean, I don't know. Maybe some people think it is comparable to Tyreek Evans. Like I said earlier, I was happy to see him go. But it is a trend. And if the trend keeps up, the Kings will keep on Kangsing. And there's nothing we can do about that. So they could do this number two option. They could just say, hey, buddy, shut up. We're going to match whatever's thrown at you next year. That's fine. Maybe it works out from there. But I really don't want to operate under a hostage situation i would much rather hey we understand you didn't like this here's why we offered low here's 100 million 105 million 110 million whatever now let's go out there and win basketball games we've shown some promise in the preseason the last thing we need is a wrench in it right before the real season's about to start let's go out there and do this i don't want a season full of rumors about this because where there's smoke there's usually fire in the nba I remember very few people who were <laughs> rumored to be unhappy who went around and re-signed with their team. And I also don't want it to be Buddy Heald agreeing to whatever deal and Paul Georging his way out next year. I used this example last year and was told this isn't Paul George, whatever. I know Buddy Heald isn't an all-star, but he is a shooter in an era where shooting is more important than it's ever been in the NBA. And he is one of the best at doing so. Getting rid of him now 
in this era is the type of thing that I could see us being made fun of for many years. People talk about his age, whatever. He's, I don't really care about his age as much as I care about his health. His age doesn't mean anything. Guys have come to this league at 19 and burned out because of injuries. Manu Ginobili came to this league at like 24 and he played until he was 40. I don't really care about Buddy's age here. Pay the man. Especially if he's a shooter. Shooters have a place in the league if they stay healthy. Pay the man. There's no reason to let this go on longer than it needs to and make it a cloud over the season where they're hoping to instill some hope. There's already other clouds, non-basketball-wise, floating over the sea. We don't need another one. Finally, there's the nuclear option. The Kings could theoretically say, we're shutting this down, and they could put them on the trade market. And I guarantee you this, if they put them on the trade market, they are not getting a player who is as good as Buddy Heald. They are either gambling on draft picks, or they are taking on... A veteran who might have some value to this team, but is not Buddy Heald. And this is a disaster option. If they let it come to this, it will ruin the season, in my opinion. No hyperbole. I know us Kings fans like to say everything's ruining the season. But trading Buddy Heald would be a major piece of this team. A team that a piece that fits perfectly with this core... And it would be moving him for probably maybe just like a regular role-player shooter. I know he hasn't been a superstar. I know he hasn't been an all-star. He's in his fourth year. He could be those things in the future. He's At the very least, I don't see why he couldn't be, at the very minimum, a fringe all-star. And look at the Kings draft history. We have not drafted any fringe all-stars besides DeMarcus Cousins. Do we really want to put another splotch on our 15 years of misery? Do we really want to do that right now? So that's about all I have to say about that. And I'm just begging the team. Come on. We built this. We've gone through two relocation sagas. We've gone through Luther Head's tenure here. We've gone through the George Carl era. We've gone through it all. We have gone through it, and we have remained fans. We've been through so much. We watched Robert Ori rip out our souls 17 years ago. We have watched Chris Webber lose his knees. We have watched all of this, and we have stayed on board the ship. I realize some of you might be younger than that. I realize I'm probably forgetting some things. But the fact of the matter is, being a Kings fan is schadenfreude. Being a Kings fan is torturing oneself. And I want them to just stop, take a breath, think about this situation... Do not let it linger longer than it needs to and make the right choice. Please, 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 please. Imagine going through last year 
and then making the major move that is almost guaranteed to set the team back more. I do not want to do that. I want this melodramatic podcast I have done, where I have ranted for now officially 24 minutes, to look terrible. I want you guys, six months from now, to send me sound clips from this saying, Hey Brad, remember this? Remember when you called the team stupid and said they shouldn't do this? Look now. I want that to happen, but I just cannot trust this team until they give me a reason to trust them. And with that, I'm going to cue the Sacktown Royalty Band. If you want to read more on it, Tim wrote a wonderful piece about it on Sacktown Royalty. Tim Maxwell at Sacktown Baby Giraffe. I forget if there's a number there, but whatever. And we got Robert Beagler to write a wonderful, concise piece about this too. And when Beagler writes, you read it. That's all there is to it. He's a wonderful writer. I just want what's best for this team. And I want what's best for all of us. And what's best for all of us is to have a buddy in our life. A buddy named Heald. Thank you. See you next week. <laughs>